This is episode number 29, You Being You, Offering Your Presence to Life, subtitled An Online Home for Sharing Wisdom to Connect Us with Our True Nature, Ourselves, and Others, on the Alternative Health Tools Podcast. This is John Beath, and I work with Lisa. I'm the producer here. And um, you don't hear from me a lot, but I'm probably going to start hearing a little bit more from me. This show, actually, we're releasing early. We normally release a show, an episode that we've recorded about every two weeks. But this became very timely uh, because of a workshop and a launch that's happening October 18th. So the other thing I also want to let you know, this is uh, not only an audio form, but also we're blabbing now. You probably caught wind of that from the last time, the last episode. But I highly encourage you to go to Alternative Health Tools Podcast. And uh, when you get this episode, um, you can be listening to it as a podcast, but you can also view the replay, the, the video that we did of it. And I also encourage you to go click on the button to subscribe to the Blab channel, which is blab.im slash althealthtools, and you'll get notified when there's a new Blab coming around from Alternative Health Tools. Now for the show. All right. Welcome back. This is Lisa Thorpe with Alternative Health Tools, and this is our second Blab podcast where we're live on in the internet, and I'm very excited to be blabbing and podcasting with our guests today, with Cameron and Brian, with you being you all the way from New Zealand. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for making time this morning to be with us. Thank you. Yeah. Kia ora. We're, we're deeply honored. Thank you so much. It's mutual. It's mutual. So as you may know, uh, Dr. Marie Shea, who is a part of You Being You, uh, is an acquaintance and a friend of mine. We were in a uh, functional medicine study group for a number of years where we'd meet and we'd pick topics and we would bring research and share research. research. And so she recently mentioned You Being You, and, and uh, as the email that you saw said that uh, you guys are about to launch uh, this program and I just fell in love. I, I resonate so much with what it is you are doing with this program. And I'm, I'm not going to try to describe it. I'm just going to let you tell everybody. Uh, and then we can uh, answer people's questions. But go ahead and just share with everybody, what, what is you being you? Well, it's, it's essentially a conversation that we're starting to encourage people to just really connect with their true nature. And um, the more of us that connect with our individual true nature, the more we can feel connected to what's going on inside us and you know, bring our inner outer worlds together. And then we have more you know, real opportunity to have genuine relationships with those around us. And um, we have language and frameworks for seeing how to do that so that's essentially what our program's about it's it's giving language for how our inner worlds connect to the outer world and how we can bring more of our true nature forward so really that's that's 
mental and, and emotional health and uh, self-development and just overall health. I mean, because if, our, if we're emotionally healthy and we're physically healthy. So these are some pretty powerful tools, I would imagine. Yes, you- and it's, it's very, very interesting. Uh, one of the, the things that with these programs, what we are trying to, to accomplish is basically giving people the understanding of what's happening because a lot of people know that something is happening in their lives there's always change but there's no vocabulary or no understanding of what's happening inside to share that with others and that's a little bit what we're all missing as as a society like humanity we are we are missing something that allows us to connect both with ourselves and what's happening and also with other people. So if if we can understand and start to get a language to, to have that, then all of our daily happenings, we can make something different than what's going on today for a lot of people that everything is so busy, so stressed out, so overwhelming and... It's a lot of that. It's just because there's not an understanding. Right. And I think uh, I'm glad that you mentioned about the stress levels because I I get the sense a lot of this work is about getting people out of survival mode and into higher consciousness or a more rational and enlightened consciousness so that they can experience a, a, a better life. And I was, uh, I was reading the website and one of the main principles, which is also something I, I love, uh, is, is that everything is energy. So maybe Cameron, you can talk a little bit more about that principle about how we're, it's coming from everything is energy. Yeah, sure. Well, um, I feel that everything is energy and science is now catching up with what the mystics and the ancients have always known that there's just one energy weaving through everything. And that we're all part of that energy. So in essence, we're all the universe in its little packages. And um, I, I'm really excited by this time because I feel that now that science is validating that and that the mindfulness movement has become mainstream, it's really providing an opportunity for people to connect to this notion that, you know, who you are is an energy being and you're actually emitting that energy in every exchange you're in and every time you show up in your life, you're influencing the environment that you're in. And if we can understand that energy and power are the same thing and we come into our own energy and awareness of our own energy and how to balance that within ourselves, then we become empowered and the thing is, there's plenty of power. We can share it. There's no need to compete for it. And if we're being ourselves, then we're, you know, standing in our own energy, being present, available to what's going on, and able to connect with what's happening around us. So we're all in the sharing of that energy. And I feel that um, this time that we're in, it's an awakening to a new energy. We're we're being shaken up and woken up and the energy of earth mother earth herself is initiating this change i feel you know that 
we are um, the beings that stand between the earth and the heavens. So, you know, feng shui is the awareness of how to position the energies on earth so that they can receive the change of heaven and create the flow of heavenly energy. And so the changes that the earth is having is causing this downward flow um, shift and it's, it's pouring through people. And if the energies are not aligned, then it's a really distressing, disturbing time, which is why a lot of people are wobbly right now. You mentioned in your book a, a story about uh, post-earthquake and how uh, it really shifted consciousness for a lot of people in a way, in a direction that you wouldn't suspect because you'd think right after an earthquake that everybody would be in panic, and I'm sure there was panic. Uh, however, in the book, you talk about this overwhelming calm and a tremendous amount of empathy that people were experiencing. And I think that you that you uh, identify this type of incident as uh, an access to our higher consciousness, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm, I'm amazed that you've read the book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done with it, but I, I did. Got it on my my Kindle on my phone. Oh, cool! Yeah, thank you. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, well, I I think that um, or I recognized, you know, that I was there in in the big Christchurch earthquake, and I was at Tai Chi at the time, and I was really feeling the energy that day. We were doing the openings, and I was like, "Wow, I'm feeling it! Like this is great!" And then, boom, you know, up comes this whatever vault from the earth. And um, what absolutely stunned me about that day was that beyond the immediate, I'm still alive, and, and there were 360 people that weren't alive after that day. But it was like, you know, once everybody moved past the, okay, I'm alive, there was this immediate leaning into each other. And so you mentioned, you know, Lisa, that there's this survival consciousness that we're all in right now. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that's like a, a physiological response to the stresses. So people are just, you know, programmed into this adrenalized right. response to life. And it doesn't have to be that way because if we shift out of what's wrong and move into what's right and lean into looking for what's good and true and beautiful in our lives and the people around us that are, that are those beautiful beings, then we can really shift the energy. And so what I saw in Christchurch in the days and weeks that followed the quake is that that's what people instinctively did. So that's instinctual and that knowing of how to lean in and help each other, it's there. It's never gone anywhere. Only we're so kind of sitting on the edge of our seat in a a stress state that we're not able to access that instinctual wisdom. So you being you is a conversation about reconnecting to what we already know. It's, It's really basic. It's really simple knowledge, and yet it's not there in the mainstream education. So we don't learn these things at school, and um, yet we know them when we need them. So we're actually encouraging how to connect with that now um, so we can start to live from that place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm very grateful that there's uh, programs like this one being launched. I was I was just listening to a, a video by a, a neuroscientist uh, by the name of Rick Hansen, and he was talking about how 
the survival and how mother nature keeps us anxious because we have the limbic or reptilian brain and the, the uh, mammalian brain or the, the mouse brain and then the monkey brain and how these are our primal drives. And so mother nature literally keeps us on edge, anxious, uh, in fear of our survival, uh, in concern for our uh, nourishment, in concern for our ability to connect. And programs like You Being You, uh, as Rick Hansen explains, allow us to learn how to calm those layers, those, those, those more prehistoric layers of our inner brain and access our higher brain, our frontal lobe, uh, the neo, I believe it's the prefrontal cortex or neocortex, and reach what he calls the green zone and get out of that survival, that, that survival mode that everybody does seem to be in, that instead of uh, kind of being in the green and living in nature, which was something that you talk a lot about that I, that I believe is so true, that when we're connected to nature, when we spend time in nature, we're able to stay connected to our, our higher consciousness, our frontal lobe, literally, and, and be, uh, be us, be, be who we truly are instead of in reactive mode. And, um, I'm sure driving around in cars and sucking down caffeine and sugar every day, all day, isn't helping us either. Uh, but it's good to have positive, proactive things. So when, um, what is the program and when is it going to start? The, the program, the first one that is coming out on the 18th. So we are 10 days almost or that, yeah it's just less than two weeks away uh of launching the first program that it's called what you don't learn at school uh so basically the idea with with the name was when we were talking about the everything like we've been sharing conversations between us that it's how all of this is is coming to life and we were saying like this is something that we haven't learned at school. Like we had the possibility because of our life circumstances to be introduced to some teachings that actually enabled us to to see life as energy and have a different perspective on life. But for most people, they don't even know that this is there, that this is a possibility for them to live. And they feel like all of this living the rat race and keep on going every day just to be able to pay rent and like it's it's this wheel of going and going and going because a lot of people don't know that there's another way and that's something that we were saying that it's such a basic thing that we also learn at school and that was basically something that why we we wanted to to have the, the name of the program like this. And basically a lot of the program is going to be centered in, in the understanding of us as an energy being and our relation with the universe and our relationship with ourselves and all of our layers because we are made up of a lot of layers. We are not just something that perhaps now you see me as whatever you see on the camera, you hear my voice, you hear my accent, 
but that's not all of me. There's so much more that perhaps someone with just looking at me doesn't doesn't see that, or even I cannot recognize other parts of me. So a lot of this is bringing the understanding of what is it that that we are doing the, here in this life and how to have a better understanding of our life, how to have a better understanding of the connections that we can make, and also how to live a life that it's a little bit more relaxed, more easy, uh, with a different perspective than what most of us are living today. I want to mention we have we have a um, a participant a, a listener who's uh, sharing that breath work is is a very important and powerful key to uh, a solution to what we're talking about that by using breath work and he's specifically talking about um, breathing a, a breath practice where your uh, right hand is on your heart and you're breathing into your nose and out your nose 10 times. So this is a very simple exercise and Austin um, is, is sharing it with us and saying this is a very simple exercise, the hand over the heart, breathing in and out of the nose 10 times in order to reaccess our, our higher consciousness, our frontal lobe and get out of those survival uh, modes. So I just want to thank him for for uh, offering that information, and I think uh, it's a wonderful tool. In addition to to all of this uh, content that you're going to be offering, and um, so now it's not just you two. You have a, a really amazing uh, panel of people that are uh, participating and going to be educating in you being you. Correct. Yeah, we do, yeah. And um, really, I feel that this time we're in, you know, we're in the Aquarian age and it's it's the age of group. So it's really important for us to come together and work together to, to become our greatest possibilities. We can't do this alone and we're meant to be doing things in group, you know. So as soon as um, this vision started coming, I had been talking for years, you know, ranting and raving like, oh, God, why is the world so weird and, you know, this is just nuts and, you know, da-da-da, feeling like I'm a, you know, crazy person. And um, I kept saying to friends around me, you know, like, you know, we're in this new paradigm. We need a map, you know, like how do we know how to bring this new consciousness on? And the more I talked about it, the more I realized, well, I could have a go at creating a map, you know, I could lay out some steps and stages and then, you know, who would I want to have as guides, you know, and who have been guides for me in my in my life journey. So I started talking with friends about it and, you know, saying, look, you know, would you be willing to add a, make a contribution to this program? And so really that's how that unfolded. And then some of the people are um, people like Marie, uh, who you mentioned, and, you know, Marie's been on a retreat with me in China and it's another friend, Jew, from London. He's a marketing guy and he's really into the five elements and it's changed his life, like, having these teachings. So it's like just gathering the people that have the heart and the energy for this and saying, you know, like, let's step it out. Like, um, 
you know, we don't really know where we're going with this, but we're taking one step at a time now. We have the first course and, you know, we have seven little subjects and some of the people in the group will contribute to those. And just away we go. And and I feel like that's part of what's needed for this time. Like there's so much isolation and loneliness and sense of separation, which is the great <coughs> And um, to to get out of that, we need to lean in. We need to come in together and um, support each other because this is not a you know a lone game. This is like a, a group um, and community shift that we're needing to make. So to gather the people around us and do the people do the bit that we can do, I feel is the most needed thing in this time. Like we can all do a bit like what you're doing. You're you're joining with John and whoever else is behind the scenes with you, bringing this radio show to air. You know, so we're all doing our bit. Right. And right. there's so much power in that collective um, consciousness. And when we come into the to the awareness and presence of people that have heart for what we're doing, then we do we are in the present. We're not projecting into some future place, which is where all the distractions and the stress comes from. So that's the beta brain rhythm, right? So you're talking about frontal brain. So frontal brain is here now thinking. And as the person who suggested before, that's where your breath brings you to here and now. So how do we get into here and now? We want to be into what we're into doing. So we want to be with the people that are into what we're into. And then we lean into each other. And I feel like, you know, the drug epidemic and and stuff, these kids getting out of it, they're getting out of it because they're not into it. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we need to. Well, know. that's the, that's that layer of the brain. That's, that's a uh, craving connection. And with lack of information for them to understand that the connection is actually there within them. And, and that in fact, there are people for them to connect with and, uh, and to get out of the red zone. Right. That's it. Yeah. As Cameron was saying, that one of the, the things that we recognize all the time is that everybody that, especially uh, I see it a lot with people from my generation, that people are not connecting with the ways that the world is, like the education system or a lot of different things. Everybody thinks that they are alone yeah. in what's happening to them. Like all of the stress and everything, especially... Uh, with social media, it's really easy. You see everybody's happy, everybody's doing well, and you think that, oh, my God, like, I'm I'm all alone in, in all of this stress and overwhelming stuff. And the reality is that we all have things happening. And, and just because we are not able to really be present in our energy, in our bodies, in in, in a calm mind, then we cannot understand that everybody's going through that. So if I understand that I'm not alone, then I can be present for someone else because I understand that they are going to be feeling the same way that I'm feeling. At least something similar, that there's some distress going on. So if I can be present and really understand with, as as Austin was saying, with some breathing or with some body energy practice if i can understand that and if i can be present in my body i can be present for someone else and that makes a lot of difference for a lot of people just by being present and acknowledging that oh there's something happening 
So I'm here for you. We can talk about it. And that's what the conversation that we're trying to, to, to create is, it's a healing conversation. Just by being present right. and being there for someone. And offering yeah. empathy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's so much research about how empathy uh, changes the brain and it, it further develops uh, the, the rational centers of the brain and allows us to be, to be basically a better person. And I, I was really uh, happy to hear, Cameron, you talk about the beta brain because this is something that I, I've been working uh, with specifically with the frequencies, uh, healing frequencies for the last uh, 12 years. And a lot of people don't realize that our brain is emitting a frequency, that everything is a frequency. And, and beta is, is the, the frequency of our thinking mind. It's a very fast, busy, disconnecting frequency. And because we're in that, in that train uh, most of the time we are very disconnected and not feeling empathy, not feeling connected. And it used to be that we spent most of our days out in nature. And Austin, again, is, is contributing beautifully. He's mentioning about how you don't need to understand this, that just being in nature, it does calm the brain. Like the, the entire body will start to resonate with with the earth, the earth resonates, I think it's like 7.7 some Hertz. It's an alpha frequency. And this is a meditative frequency that the brain oftentimes doesn't ever get a chance to enter into because we go from this fast thinking, uh, beta and then drop straight through alpha into theta, which is rapid eye movement, the dream state, and then into delta, which is dreamless sleep. So I really believe most of us are alpha deprived. Just like we're vitamin D, vitamin C, uh, mineral deprived. And when, you know, and here's where I think information is power because when we understand that, now we understand more about why do we need nature. We can go in nature and receive the benefit. We don't need to understand it. There's, there's no, it's not necessary. But if you understand it, because so many people, they really are by, especially Western society, living in their, you know, in their constant thinking, doing, achieving this drive to get more, those primal, primal drives. So it's, it's, I think it's helpful for people to understand because when they understand, now they're going to go and search for information like you being you, uh, or just take time to go get in nature and, and find those tools that bring us right back into the green zone, right back into us being ourselves. And uh, Cameron, you mentioned seven subjects. Um, what are the seven topics that you that you'll be talking about? Uh, wow, gee, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the website. We, people can go. Yeah, it's all right. We can just talk about a couple of them, and people can go to youbeingyou.org and and on. Um, on that note, actually, they, they can go to Alternative Health Tools, uh, the podcast website, alternativehealthtools.com. We will have show notes. We'll have uh, a recording, this recording, and additional links to everything that we're talking about. So uh, if there's something interesting that you hear, don't worry. It's all going to be there for you to link back into and, and send us information. So. Um, so yeah, Cameron, just what you don't, we don't have to talk about all of them, but just maybe some, some of your favorites. Well, my, my favorite one's probably the first one, you know, you and the universe, like 
how do you belong to the universe and how do we see that in the context of, you know, earth, um, you know, earth down here, heaven above and, you know, you in between. And I know on the first day of acupuncture school, like, like wow, that was the first thing that, that captivated me, just this notion that we're living between these places, you know, these two worlds. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we are the fusion. We are the place where the energy of the, the body meets the, the soul and the spirit. And that energy body is, is the balancing place. So we talk about that and we talk about the energy body and how it's made up of the layers, you know, the physical, the emotional, the mental, and then the awareness that's just out beyond that. And so we really explore how those levels relate to each other. Go together and, you know, how when you're playing music you get happy and how when you're maybe emotionally distressed you, you feel tired or tight in the body, like how those layers all with each other and then we talk about change the dynamics of change and how to ride the energy of change so you know energy travels in waves right so right so does change you know like we're we can be at the beginning of a change or really moving into a change or we're right at the peak of a change you know everything's happening so you've got to paddle like a big surfer and jump on the wave and you know so like learning how to just ride these changes because we're in change all the time and knowing how to you know, identify where you are on the wave is really helpful. And then um, talking about the heart. So, you know, you mentioned the brain and, you know, the Heart Math Institute have done this wonderful research that, you know, the the brain wave is 5,000 times stronger than the, the, the heart wave, rather. Right. It's 5,000 times stronger than the, the brain waves, right? So why is heart so important? You know, when we say listen to your heart, follow your heart, what does that mean? Like what is heart? What is heart and the concept of um, consciousness and and why are we needing to shift into heart-centered awareness to resonate with this time? Because it's the heart that connects everything and it's the heart that brought you to this show and and us to you and there's that resonance. Mm -hmm. So as we, you know, really develop a relationship with our own heart, you know, then that is where we connect with the queen of our being, the knower of all. And the more that we engage with that knowing part of ourselves, the more we come into, you know, following our own unique destiny. So, so that's a part of it too, the whole destiny call. And um, Brian is doing um, Tibetan yoga practices. So we met um, because of energy. I was uh, um, I use a friend's apartment to work in Auckland a couple of days a week and. Brian was staying there and I came to the apartment and walked into the room. I thought, oh, what's going on? It's different, you know. Brian had been there a week and I came in the following week and thought, I want to meet whoever's staying here. So I had his number, so I called him up and, you know, we started talking and he introduced me to Tibetan yoga practices, which I've been doing now for five months since I met him. And it is a remarkable practice. And um, Austin was saying before about the breath, like, I've not done a practice where you, you breathe in and out of the nose and mouth simultaneously, which is what you do with Tibetan yoga. And I found of all the practices I've done, you know, Qigong and, and Tai Chi and yoga practice, this is the most powerful way of clearing and opening the energy um, flows of acupuncture, like the, the meridians of acupuncture. And the Tibetan yoga exercises are 
perfectly matched. And Tibetan yoga is a synthesis of, um, well, I'll let Brian talk about that, but it's an amazing practice. So we're having practices as part of each teaching. We're going to have a, a video practice um, of this, this stuff. Yeah and, yeah, and as Cameron was saying, that one of the very important things that it's, it's part of the understanding also what we, you are saying that information is, is very important, but also having an embodying experience. So we want to embody everything okay. that we learn. And it's what we are aiming to do is very simple language and very simple practices. Because a lot of times people think that in order to to make these changes in their life or to go into a more spiritual life or more mindful life or more uh, having more awareness, that that's something huge, that it's a very difficult thing to achieve. And it's very simple. When, when I was introduced, I remember, to Tibetan yoga, it was like the wow moment for me like I was doing one exercise and it was like wow what's this like what's happening and I realized I had never been in touch with the energy in my body before like that and and it's a little bit what Cameron is saying that uh, it's it's very very simple movements once uh, people will will see and practice they are very simple movements, and it's all about understanding how to move the energy and understanding what's happening in the body, understanding what's happening inside. Like, if we understand that energy moves inside the body as well as it moves outside of the body, and the key to understand energy is feelings. If we are in our bodies and we can feel what's happening, then we understand where the energy is moving. So there's a lot of different entryways that we can have. Like, for example, if I want to feel something here on my shoulder, I can move it. Or I can bring some my hand there and move it. Yeah, and, and that's that's something that a lot of times, especially with the shoulders, that's something that I always pay a lot of attention to. And I always start each, each class that I make with the shoulders because a lot of people get all right. of their- and even here sitting like why are we not moving every like every few minutes like it's so relaxing and it brings our awareness there and 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 that that's one of the things that like if we understand yeah (laughs) we're doing the chair dance over here we're like yay and and it's always it's a lot about playing also like this that's happening like it's it's about being being a little bit playful and like being a little bit happy with with what's happening like a lot of times it's very very serious like i when i was living in california and i was in like studying there like it was much more rigorous thing and like having to to practice and in, in a certain way and all of the rituals and everything but you can do exactly the same thing and being a little bit more free and playful and yeah. not having to, to do everything so uh, strict. But at the same time, it's, it's about learning how to have more awareness. And the awareness, you can bring it through movement or if you know how to be aware of a part of your body, for example, 
you can bring directly your awareness. But for a lot of people, it's going to be much easier. Like, let's say I'm going to move the shoulders. Yeah. And then because of that, I'm creating energy movement in this area. So then if I stop, then I can be more aware of what's happening in this area. So it's a little bit the understanding of how awareness, and that's one of the the topics that we're going to talk about in the in the course, that how awareness is the key to the universe. It's the key to experience. Like awareness it's such a it's such a big word and <laughs> and having the experience <laughs> of of what awareness is, it's it's a it's a, at least for me has changed my perspective on the way that I live life. Because for me, living each moment with awareness, it's it's what made this shift. It's what allows me to be more centered, more balanced, and more open. Because once you have awareness, you start expanding that. And then everything in life can, can be different. You can see it in a different light. It can be, everything is beautiful. Everything is perfect as it is. Even right. I am perfect as I am. Right. So I, a lot of the time I don't recognize that. <laughs> but <laughs> we are all whole. We are all complete. We just have to get rid of all of these conditionings that we've been given and, and all of the things that we have on top of us. So that's something that with a lot of these practices, I love that it, they just talk about how to get rid of stuff. We are not learning anything. We are just unlearning and helpful things. Yeah. And I and I love I love that you're you're talking about it being a unique a unique uh, experience and all of the different access points because there there is this you know there there's many many ways to achieve the same goal. Some of them more complex. Some of them very very simple, and all of them. Uh, uh, equally as uh worth trying and worth learning about i think um so you guys this is launching i want to i want to remember again i think it's october 18th yes. is that yeah. is that correct yeah. and it, it, it's going to start with um how many speakers and how long will it be well we're doing um uh uh, online, the first online rollout is um, going to be seven weeks. So each each week there'll be one session coming out, and mostly the first one will be me as the main teacher and Brian doing uh, a, a practice, which will be a separate video practice. So the first series will be like a forty to forty five minute teaching session, and then the same amount ish of a practice. And then a downloadable PDF with each chapter. So we're calling them chapters because that's what the platform calls them. <laughs> and so that you know, really, it's a chance for people to go just really apply the learnings to their own life, like what's going on for you right now, and and how does this conversation feed into where you're at in your journey and so forth. And then as we step it out, um, different people from the group, like one of my friends, she's a psychologist and she's worked a lot with um, child and family organizations. So she's going to contribute uh, a piece to the Life is for Living, Loving, Evolving, uh, Creating module. You know, So she's going to put a piece into there about development, like how we develop and da-da-da. So really um, the first one is mostly Brian and I and um, in future – 
you know, some of the other teachers will be having their own modules. Um, and as we go along, they'll be doing clip-ons to the, the major framework, which we're just laying foundations right now. And also um, later today, we, we made a little clip yesterday about energy, um, and that's going up on our Facebook um, page. on the Facebook page. Um, so we're going to have two or three of those come out in the next few days, and that will just give people a chance to experience the teachings and have a look at us and, uh, you know, try before you buy sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but we do have a Facebook page, and we'd love people to come and, you know, join the conversation. Um, because a great motivation for us is to spread healing conversation, you know, to say, look, here's some ways to be looking at this time we're in, and it's all about looking for what is working in our lives and to lean into what's good and true and beautiful and empower ourselves and others to, you know, see this is an amazing time. Like it's a time of awakening, and and we need to just shift the story. Like right. the story is not what's on the TV. It's, <laughs> oh, no. Your program yeah. right now, you know, like it's like there's so much good and amazingness happening, and yet um, people need help to see that. And so, yeah, no, it, it's true. I, I think the statistics are that violent crime has actually been down and been going down for years, but you never hear about that in the news. We only hear about the the, the terrible things because if it if it bleeds, it leads, right? I mean, that's just the way the media is built, and uh, it's owned by unfortunately, big pharma. <laughs> so, but it's wonderful that we have these new mediums, these new ways, you know, like Blab and Facebook to start to connect to people and, and to talk about what's really going on and to present tools like what you're presenting uh, that gives people a way to get to stay in their higher consciousness, in their more rational, peaceful, happy, joyful state. And I love, uh, you, you mentioned, uh, destiny, helping people to actually find their destiny, which I think is a big, a big deal. I think a lot of people are wondering, what am I supposed to be doing? And, you know, how, how do I get in touch? Like you said, well, what the heart, how do I get in touch with my heart? What is my destiny? So I think, I think that's a big opportunity for people that are going to participate. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I will be participating. I'm going to, I'm going to wow. join in. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. 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 And, and it's very interesting what you're saying because the, as Cameron was saying before, like the, the shift of, of what's happening nowadays, it's about the collective. Right. So it's, it's about the group and, 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 and the collective, the interesting thing about that is that we all need to show up. And that's what presence it's, it's teaching us, that we need to show up and we need to be us in the position that we need to be. Like some of us will be leaders, some of us will be doing a small thing, some of us will be giving our energy into whatever way we can. But it's the power of us that's going to fuel the collective and that's what's going to make the shift like each thing that we all give every one of us that is going to make that shift is what's going to make the difference in perhaps in a few years in 10 years in 20 years we don't know but things are are changing and basically we are the ones that are doing that each of us and the entire movement of having a lot of more people being introduced to yoga, being introduced to mindfulness, make, having these words as, as mainstream, even if people don't really experience a lot of what it is, at least it's, it's out there. 
it's something that people are seeing it like 20 years ago that that wasn't there like i remember when when i was young and like, my mom was doing some of the things it was a really weird thing <laughs> she didn't talk about it what was she doing she was doing yoga she was studying buddhism yeah, right. so, like for her like her friends didn't know that she was doing that like right. it, like nowadays it's like you just yeah I'm, I'm doing this i'm going going to yoga or doing this even if for some people it's it's only about the physical exercise in yoga but it's it's starting to to become something different and that's what's going to to create this the idea that this is starting to be more and more widespread and when people get there something is going to resonate with them whatever it is that it's going to resonate with them. And then nowadays there's opportunity to follow through with that. Now with the access on the internet, like it's so much easier to, to get knowledge and to get content and to get experiences. I got John uh, just letting me know that if somebody wants to join in, we have a, an open seat. So somebody, if somebody wants to join in and actually be on the live blab with us, we'd love to have you come in and, uh, ask questions and be a part, a more full part of the conversation. Somebody's got to be brave. Come on, get over your, get over your animal brain. <laughs> get your five minutes of breathing. <laughs> Nobody wants to come on. Nobody's got their camera, camera ready. What happened to Austin? I think he left. He was on a train. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. How cool is that? We had somebody with us that was on a train. Austin, are you still with us? I think he's probably got off at his stop, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that, it's amazing about our, our, our world now that we, can, that we can communicate this way, that you're in New Zealand on uh, Friday morning and it's uh, Thursday afternoon here in San Diego and we're communicating and we have people on trains jumping uh -huh. in and contributing. I think it's awesome. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. And I, and I yeah. think that's um, that that connection that we are experiencing through the internet. You know, like it's it's really mirrored by that connection on the inside. And um, if we can start having inside out conversations, then you know it all shifts. And I guess you know Brian was saying about his mum, you know, doing the stuff that was weird in the day. Well, you know, when I started acupuncture, people would say to me, oh, what's acupuncture, you know? So the first few years, that was the thing. That was the question of what's acupuncture? And then, you know, and then there's a few years of what well, does acupuncture work? And then it was how does it work? And now it's like who do you go to? <laughs> so, you know, these changes that we're talking about, they're going to come pretty fast actually. And, you know, in the next 10 years, we're going to see a really radical shift in what's going on and how we're connecting, how we're being together and the conversations we're having. Um, because it's very, it's quickening now. And that's the whole thing about the Mayan calendar shift from 2012 is that, you know, time is speeding up. Um, the need for getting on with our work and bringing our contributions forward is really you know, prodding at people now. So each of us will be feeling there's something that, that's annoying us or that there's something that we need to do and, and just follow that out, step that out, you know, take that little whisper that you're feeling and connect with that and just 
step it out, take a little step towards what you're really being called to because that is the time that we're in, you know. Right. And uh, you be just, you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. You be that's you. Right. You be you. Be the change. Well, that's that's ancient yeah. wisdom. Just be the change. Be what you want to see in the world. Yeah. And uh, by being who you truly are and in integrity, you're going to be that change that you want to see in the world. Well, I'm so thrilled to have had taken this time today. I want to see, is there anyone else that has any questions or anything else that you want to share today, Cameron or Brian, before we wrap up? Um, hmm. now, the, the thing I would I'd say the most is look around you for, you know, who you can help. Like we can all be healers and, um, what I really recognize in the last 10 years of clinic is that there's so much need there now. There's so much need there in the general population for people to be helping others. And, you know, for sure, 20% of the people out there are going to need people like me, people with a lot of clinical experience and skills and running around. But 80% of the time, what people most need when they're having a challenge is presence. They need someone around them that's showing up being there, listening, um, not opinionating, just listening and being there. And it's really a really needed service right now. If you have someone in your life that needs help, then just show up for them, just be near them and um, listen. And if you are someone who needs help, then get yourself into the company of someone that's, that's steady and you don't even need to say a lot if you don't want to share what's going on for you. But if you're having a wobbly time, then just get yourself into the presence of some stable, steady, sort of relatively happy people. And maybe if you're really alone and feeling isolated, like go to the library, sit in the library, or, you know, go to a farmer's market at the weekend and sit and have a cup of tea, you know. So it's just like bring yourself into community because in relationships we heal. And this is a really big part of our focus in you being you. It's like share, connect, heal. You know, like when we learn about who we are and when we share that knowledge and we connect with others, then we, we heal. Like we get wounded in relationship, we heal in relationship. And this is about, you know, activating a collective healing movement that's based on, you know, leaning into each other, showing up for each other, being present, recognizing that presence alone is a healing force in the world and that we can all bring ourselves forward and we all have something special and unique to offer. It's true. It's beautiful. Thank you so much, Cameron and Brian. I, uh, I'm going to wrap it up now and I, I don't think anybody else, one last chance, anyone have any questions or want to sign on? I don't think so. Okay, well, thank you so much for spending some time uh, this morning uh, coming all the way from New Zealand. And we're very much looking forward to your program launching on October 18th. Folks can log on at youbeingyou.org. They can also find more information if they go to alternativehealthtools.com, our podcast website. And uh, thank you so much just really enjoyed today you guys have a wonderful day yeah thank you, thank you lisa i really yeah. appreciate awesome. your, your recognition and your contribution and your time and your energy and to you too john thank you